Live from, from the, the studio. studio. Perfect synchronicity. I'm, I'm Jimmy Celeste. <laughs> perfect. Dude, we're too in sync now. Perfect, dude. Uh, I think we might have over synced this podcast, dude. We're talking at the exact same time for everything, dude. <laughs> What's going to be funny now is you're going to sync up so that intro makes sense and then, like, not listen to the rest of the podcast. <laughs> and then the rest of the podcast will be so. All of our points of are going to be made at the exact same time. It's not even a conversation. We're just going to be saying stuff at the same time uh, <laughs> and then pausing <laughs> and then saying. <laughs> Oh but that's God. how it goes, dude. We lost all of our social skills now, dude. It's officially week eight. It's officially yeah. month two. I like. Uh, I think week eight sounds worse, though. You know, month two, though. I guess I don't know because I started like mid March. I think. Yeah, but like you know how time works. It's relative, and like certain things fluctuate. I think April March has thirty one days, so like it's week eight. You just, you we're we're, we're starting we're starting week eight <laughs> right now I think. Dude, you're doing the fake news thing. Oh yeah, I am trying to fake news people, dude. I'm sorry, guys. I'm lying. I'm lying. Don't snopes me. Don't <laughs> snopes me. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I guess that's if there's any uh, consolation, that's a that is evidence of how long it's been. But I don't I don't have a count anymore. Uh, but it's looking to be like. We're on our way out of it. I think we're in phase one. We were talking about phase one last week about how it's supposed to start up, and I think we're in phase one right now. They opened up uh, recreational parks, which means that uh, our live Lock Raven podcast is now on the table legally. But uh, oh, really? You weren't supposed to go there? Yeah, I don't think you were supposed to be doing shit for the I past. I definitely two saw a ton of people weeks. fishing <laughs> at Lock Raven. When, like le- this week, um, or? They're just doing it off the bridge. So maybe that's like, there's like a loophole because it's a, a road that yeah. they're on. But I, don't I know. never, I didn't know bridge fishing was ever legal. I always thought that was illegal. It always looked weird to me. I was like, how do you do that? Do you well, reel the like fish up? The weirdest feet? part is like most of those people usually eat those fish too. Yeah. It's like, dude, by the time you get it all the way up to the bridge, it's gone bad. The fish yeah. is bad. Yeah, dude. It's not winter. <laughs> it can't flash freeze on the way up from the line. <laughs> I literally, I always see people bridge fishing, and it's never crossed my mind to do it, but I bet that would be fun. I don't think, it, I mean, like, because the part where they're fishing, like, I fished there on a boat at Lock Raven. All that's down there is, like, little tiny uh, sunnies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, all Lock Raven has is sunfish, dude. Nah, I've caught like little mini bass there before. Oh I've yeah, caught. true. Because it's it's like it's stocked with fish. It's oh, it's not true. like a natural waterway because it's like a reservoir. Well, I guess technically Lock Raven would at least have like because it is the Gunpowder River, and I don't know what fish the Gunpowder River has. Minnows, probably some frogs of sorts. It definitely exactly. has toads. There's definitely There's toads like, in Lock they're, Raven. They're like beavers in Lock Raven. Mm-hmm. That's who built the dam. Yeah. <laughs> Little the Lock Raven fact. Dam was contracted by beavers. Dude. It was actually built by the angry beavers. And uh, contrary to popular belief, beaver dam built by humans. It's very, uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally mismatched the way that worked out. Yeah. There is an accident at a construction site, and <laughs> the whole place filled with water, and now kids jump into it from a rope swing. <laughs> <laughs> we made it fun. That place is weird. That place we is made weird. It's like, an industrial accident fun. <laughs> it's like 4,000 feet deep. 
It's like the scariest thing ever. Yeah, and you're not supposed to dive underground because people die. Yeah. They get, like, stuck on construction equipment under the fucking water. Yeah, it's like, how like, am I supposed to plunge off of this rope swing without going underwater? Yeah, you're telling me to jump <laughs> off this cliff into the water and not go under six feet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already six feet tall, dude. If I'm even in the water, I'm six feet under, dude. My feet are in danger. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, dude, apparently we are now allowed to do stuff like that. Unfortunately, the weather, May, May isn't done with quarantine. Like, May, the month of May heard that apparently we're allowed to go outside again, and it was like, dude, I'm getting cold. Cold. I'm I'm giving you the cold shoulder, bro. (laughs) May is a stay at, hashtag stay at home month, dude. They don't want it. They don't want it. It almost fucking snowed on Friday, dude. Yeah, I saw people saying they saw flurries. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. I didn't see it actually snow, but it looked like it was about to. I see people predicting a snow in June. How do you predict that, though? I don't believe in weather. I don't know either. I don't believe be in meteorologists, dude. Even the fact that they're called <laughs> yeah, meteorologists. Tom get the fuck out of here, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's like, dude, first of all, this has nothing to do with meteors, so why are you calling yourself that? And second of all, you're never right. We could predict the weather right now and have a 50-50 shot. Tomorrow, guys, it's going to be sunny. Yeah, I think you might be right. Actually, I think tomorrow is going to rain. I, I saw a meteorologist <laughs> predict com- it. <laughs> We've covered all our bases now. <laughs> 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 I say it's going to be sunny. Eric says it's going to rain. Tomorrow, we're right regardless, unless it fucking like volcanoes. And then we're both- <laughs> like, nobody predicted that. It's not even a volcano. Erupts. <laughs> Is it's actually, vo- it's ashy today. There's <laughs> it's ash ashy. blocking out the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Do we have a volcano in Maryland? Um, I don't think so. Because you're probably thinking of like St. Mary's College. Yeah, I think that's... Mount St. Mary's is in Yosemite, right? I always get colleges and volcanoes confused. It's a major. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Dude, I had the same problem in like elementary, middle school. Not gonna lie. <laughs> so you're telling me a college is a school post-graduation and a volcano <laughs> is a lava-filled earth form. I don't yeah. see the difference. Yeah, where do the dorms go on the volcano? <laughs> is the class inside or? <laughs> We're going to have to go back. Can we go back to what a plateau is? <laughs> Besides my life trajectory for the past eight years. <laughs> But yeah, regardless, we're back in it, and uh, so we're phase back in one. It. We're fresh off Mother's Day, going into yeah. Did phase you do anything one. for Mother's Day? Yeah, me and uh, me and my brother went to our parents' house. We uh, we just nice. had like a barbecue on the back deck. Sweet. We just we hung out there most of the time, and uh, actually, I got I finally did some laundry, dude. I've been this entire quarantine without getting to do laundry because I don't have laundry in my place. <laughs> That's what Mother and Day's really about. I know. Go into well, your mom's house to do laundry. Yeah. Well, and I didn't make her do my laundry, if that's what you're thinking. Um, but <laughs> but I did take a load, a whole laundry load, like solely compromised of underwear and socks. Because <laughs> that's all you're really using if you're it's staying all, at home, dude. I'd, I'd put, I had three pairs of pajama pants in there, all underwear, all socks, and like one t-shirt. That's That's a solid laundry load, though. But, I mean, it was a month and a half worth of underwear and socks. 
I didn't know I had that much underwear, dude. <laughs> dude, I need more underwear. That is a recurring issue in my life. I don't have enough underwear. Last year, I bought like, I think maybe like 10 pairs of just like really good underwear that I just threw into my rotation. And That's good. I always savers. forget that I'm allowed to buy myself underwear and socks. Dude, for real. Because like my parents always for Christmas get me like a pack of socks and a pack of underwear and then, like, halfway through the year, like, in July, I'm like, damn, I need more underwear. I can't did wait till get, Christmas. Did you ever get... You're the older brother, so I don't know if you ever got, like, hand-me-down underwear. Did you get I got hand-me-downs from my younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> did I got hand-me-downs from my brother and my dad. <laughs> 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 Nothing like sporting your dad's underwear. <laughs> Dude, I still have a pair of my dad's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> that's always great dude your dad's <laughs> underwear is always too big and it's like damn dude no so the problem was he got underwear that was too small so then i i got it <laughs> let me give this to my small dick son eric glazer <laughs> no i'm just he's just a little he's a little tubby you know i feel like most dads are dude i would hate yeah. if my dad was ripped it's the dad bod dude mm-hmm. that's all it is once you're actually a dad i feel like the dad bod's acceptable oh for sure if you're, like, an accomplished dad, like, both of our dads, like, have had two sons, and mm-hmm. they've both grown up and moved out of the house. And That's one an accomplished of our dads, dad. One of our dads is accomplished. I'd be willing to say that. Uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> as a, a father and a parent, both of our dads provided for two sons and helped mm-hmm. them grow up and be responsible in the world. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They've earned and the And I dad feel like bond. that's, like, a good dad, dude. Well, you're rocking a dad stash right now, dude, and I don't know if you've earned it. I've got I don't dad. even want to call you out on this, but, like, you have not earned that dad stash. No, it's crazy. The I think, like, I don't think anyone outside of, like, a Zoom call or, like, seeing someone in person, which is very few people, mm-hmm. um, has even seen me with his dad stash. Really? Yeah, because even when I do go out, like, I'll have a mask on at the store, so none of the people that I, like, regularly see at the store or at, like, um, your store top friends. shelf or whatever, mm-hmm. um, no one sees my stash. Well, do you think that you're, okay, because this is a conflict, not really a conflict, but, like, just a, something I've been thinking about. Like, right now, I've just been letting my facial hair grow just yeah. because I'm not really seeing anybody. I'm especially not seeing any girls, which is the only time I'd give a shit about what I look like. So I'm only seeing other dudes, and, like, I'm just trying to see what I can do with it. But, like, the yeah. second we reopen society, I'm not rocking this. Like, I look ridiculous. I look like an idiot. But, like, are you planning on carrying that quarantine look into your everyday life? Like, have you found your niche? Because I, I was just – I'm using this as an experimental period for me. <laughs> no, I'm this just, is definitely experimental period. You'll see me. I'll probably have a new look next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's cool. Just a shorter mustache <laughs> or a pencil stash. A pencil stash. I don't know about the pencil stash. Dude, dude. John Joe, Waters, dude. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the pencil stash. I could see I, – I actually like the stash for you, but I also – I could see you with like a goatee type situation or a soul patch. No, I would never <laughs> want that. Unless it was literally just for a bit for the podcast. I'm yeah. not doing that. I've only Maybe, ever known... <laughs> what if I do? I just have this mu- a pencil mustache and a little T. That would be sick. That'd be kind of cool. I'd have the full T, dude. The T would cool. go up. That would be sweet. 
I could see that. It's weird. You can't. It would look awful. <laughs> We we have a unique uh, opportunity in 2020 to really kind of experiment with our look. Yeah, and, we're uh, we're basically in like create a character mode right now, <laughs> just like waiting for the the level to load in a video game where we can finally go outside. We just have all this time to like, all right, I want to be skinnier, I want to be taller somehow. I'll stretch mm-hmm. out my back. <laughs> this is um, this different is. length hair. <laughs> I'll let it grow out. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely in a weird, uh, weird creative player mode myself. But uh, I'm I, all I'm finding throughout quarantine is I'm whatever stuck look- on the face. I'm stuck on the <laughs> face right now. I've just been cycling through different mustaches and yeah, beards. I haven't been focusing too much on my body recently. Not too much at all. I've like I'm every on- now and then I'll look at my body and be like, oh, I should work on that. I'm honestly, I think I've been like losing weight because I'm on like. I'm not on a diet, but also I'm, like, sick of cooking for myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll just limit myself to eating, like, one good meal a day just because I'm yeah. bored of cooking. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I've been eating primarily at seasons, but then, like, I, I haven't cooked a meal for myself in, like, a month. And I hate it. All all that eating at seasons has done is make me hate my own cooking. Like, I can't stand it. <laughs> I used to think I was a good cook, and then I started eating seasons pizza every day, and I was like, dude, I fucking suck at cooking. I need a wife. Stat. <laughs> yeah. You're going to adopt a quarantine wife? Quarantine wife would be nice. It would be nice. And I could use one. My apartment, not trying to be sexist here, but my apartment could use some cleaning up. <laughs> and when I say when I say that I could use like a quarantine wife or a quarantine girlfriend, I don't mean that uh, I could use a woman to clean my house. I could use a woman to make me feel shitty about myself so that I clean my house. Yeah, that's the main thing. Like I could use that external pressure of a girlfriend <laughs> being like, "Can you fucking clean up?" And I'm like, "All right, fine." You Jesus. Need a woman's touch. Just don't leave me. Please. <laughs> I will not leave. during this pandemic. <laughs> you can't leave me during a pandemic. My fucking fish tank is my fish tank is disgusting now. It's all no. full of algae and stuff. Does it look as bad as like Alex's looked at its worst? It's getting there. Man. It's getting there. And that used to be like the pride and joy of my apartment. Can I, that was can like I get a, a flash? Can I get a flash of it? Can you, I see it? You want me Does to your bring... webcam turn? Uh, I mean, like, it's a desktop computer. Oh, shit. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> I'll, hey, carry your whole fish tank over here. Yeah, I got it. I got it. It's, it's I've let like all the 200 water. pounds. <laughs> it's just not looking good these days. Nothing's looking good. But again, like, there's no motivation. And this kind of like, it's kind of like a microcosm of life in general. Like, because I haven't been seeing people, there's been no motivation to, like, make myself look good or make yeah. my apartment look good. So everything is just falling. Shit. Yeah, most and of I, that shit is just like a social pressure mm-hmm. of like, oh, I can't let anyone else see my apartment like this. Yeah. Being clean like, oh, perfect. is perfect. No one can come over. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> now I can let my apartment go to shit because being clean is a social construct. That's what I've always been saying. Cleanliness. It's wrong. Cleanliness. Yeah, I see that. I mean, uh, yeah, my place is pretty dirty right now. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. But it's it's mainly in my hallway over here. I have like eight recyclable like recyclable boxes or whatever. I don't know. But I just like keep not wanting to take trash and recycling out. So I just like <laughs> let it sit until 
like my trash can smells too bad or I can't walk through my hallway. <laughs> <laughs> that is really that that is really um the giveaway for me is I wait till my garbage starts to smell bad. Like a second and I even I w- have like a Febreze Glad combo bag. Like they made a, a crossover <laughs> collaboration. <laughs> Febreze and Glad collab. And we're like, but at, still, I have those bags too. I think I might have the Glade and Glad. The Glade Ooh. Air Freshener Glad combo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mad. Get glad. Don't get made. Get Glade. And I have that. <laughs> <laughs> I have that. And and so once my garbage superimposes over top of that smell, then I know it's time. Because, dude, all like the bags themselves already smell really bad. They just like smell overwhelmingly like laundry detergent. And if I smell it too much, it makes me want to throw up, to be honest. Well, I think the problem is... is so that- then when there's garbage smell with that too, I'm like, I got to get this out of here. Well, the problem- it's not even like I wait till it smells bad enough. It's like, oh, I'm going to throw up if this is just in my apartment. <laughs> I can't live. <laughs> I think my issue is, is that I have a recycling bin and a trash bin, but I never went through the process of learning what is actually recyclable and what is trash. And so my trash bin, I don't know what to put into it because I'm trying to be green, so I just recycle everything. And so, in effect, my recycling bin <laughs> is my trash can, and my trash can Dump is just... oil in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what Bacon to put in the grease. trash. I feel like everything is recyclable. I can put paper a whole towels. chicken in there. Can they make Use a new chicken out of this? with put food it. on it. <laughs> exactly, because it's paper. Like, yeah, sure, this paper towel is mostly food and liquid, but <laughs> it's also paper, and I'm trying to save the environment. But by saving the environment, my trash can sits there and only gets one item per week, and it just smells terrible because I'm trying to help the world. Even though recycling only picks then, up every two weeks. <laughs> exactly. But they also tell you that apparently recycling, like, I think they, it's, I heard, I saw some documentary. About they recycling. don't really recycle most of the shit. They just kind of ship it to China and let them do it. Where they yeah. don't really recycle it, they just fucking burn it off. Or yeah, I'd be down to just burn my own shit, dude. I feel like that'd be cool. Why are we sending my recycled goods to China to burn it when I could burn it myself on my balcony? <laughs> In the grill, my friend left here. <laughs> exactly, dude. I, that grill is. Have about you to... used it? No. You should no. use it, dude. I don't think uh, I was actually, you know, and this is a maturity thing because last my my last birthday we did grill on my balcony, and uh, <laughs> it was very smoky. <laughs> it was very smoky, and I was I was hanging. I've hung out with your brother and his neighbor Zach twice this week uh, in Zach's apartment, and uh, we were discussing the fact that I grilled on my balcony. He was like, "Yeah, that's." Like, I can see why you did it, but it's absolutely a fire hazard. And the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, yeah it totally right. That's was. definitely <laughs> fucking dangerous. Like, I last year when I was immature and 27, just having turned 27, I was still in my 26th state of mind. It was my first day being 27. Give me a break. And I didn't think <laughs> about the fact that how dangerous it is. But now, like, on my 28th birthday, I think I'm just going to start burning my trash. <laughs> 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 that's more mature i need that's to be more, more responsible yeah like <laughs> why only grill <laughs> but like your grill has been on my balcony for almost if we let it go until august it's gonna have a full year on my balcony it did 
It's going to be that girl's birthday, too. <laughs> yeah. His one-year anniversary on my balcony. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand recycling, unfortunately, but I try. You've been to my apartment. I have a bin with a... I, I spe- you have I the went, recycling bin. And I, like, drew, like, it's the like little triangle. Thing. Like, I drew, like, the triangle. It took me, like, five attempts. Like, that was my fifth try on that. Like, I really went all out for that. I had to buy a lot of cans. Yeah, and then I also I had to, like... those other ones out. I recycled them. <laughs> I did more damage to the environment going through thousands of pieces of paper to draw my recycling logo than I've ever done saving it by having recycling. <laughs> That's a real stat. You can look it up. But uh, needless to say, here we are. What uh, what'd you get into for uh, Mother's Day yesterday? Well, yesterday I went to my mom's house. Um, my brother had been there since five. I went over around like eight and just sat and talked to her for a while till like midnight. You know, she had some pie. It, she cooked, which is like, you know, <laughs> it's a very mom thing to do. That's funny. But, uh, you know, it's my like. My dad I, cooked yesterday. I thought that's that good. was nice. I brought over some crab cakes from Seasons. You know, I know good. she loves crab cakes. And, and uh, if anybody in the Baltimore area is listening, you will hear myths that say Pappas's is the best, and Pappas's is good. And you'll hear other myths that say other places are really good. But uh, Tall tales. I'm telling you, Seasons Pizza Crab Cakes, and people laugh when I say this. They don't take me seriously. They never take me or Seasons Pizza seriously, but I'm telling you, Seasons Crab Cakes are legit. They are super freaking good. And uh, they're also very expensive. It's like 36 bucks for two crab cakes. But, you know, it's Mother's Day, you know? And I made a Facebook post, which I never do, for Mother's Day. I always feel weird doing that. My grandmother texted me at Saturday night at 11. She's like, make sure you make a Facebook post for your mother (laughs) and your godmother. And I was like, all right, fine. But if I do, I'm going to make it funny or try. I can't just make like a sentimental post. It was was a cute post. It's cute. It's cute. You know, you got to walk that line between before when people, because when I make a post, I try to imagine everyone reading it. Like not just my mom. But also my friends, and the yeah. last thing I need is my friends call me mama's gay. boy, dude. <laughs> mama's boy, dude. Why do you love your mom Too so old much? To be a mama's boy. <laughs> no, no. But uh, you know, I thought it was. I thought yeah, I found the happy medium on that, which is good. Which is good. I tried to find my mom's most attractive picture. My mom was fucking. <laughs> my mom was fucking like no joke. My mom was fucking hot back in the day. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> I know, dude. You've always based looks off. You'd be like, but she was she as hot as my mom back then? <laughs> That's pretty much it, dude. I mean, but it's like it sounds weird, but at the same time, it's not. It's like obviously you want your mom to have been hot, you know? Because mm-hmm. that 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 translates into you. Like when I see a a good looking picture of my mom, I'm like, "That's pretty much me, dude." That's pretty much me. Yeah, it's me if I grew my hair out. Yeah, it's like why would I post a picture of me as a baby in my least fuckable form? <laughs> Nobody wanted to fuck me as a baby. Yeah, everyone looks like an alien as a baby. Exactly. Uh, so instead, I'm just like, let me find like a dope ass picture of my mom, post that up, and then people see that and are like, damn, Jimmy must be handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy might be a fixer upper. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of potential. My dad too. My dad was good looking post, guy back I in the think day. your uh, your grandma posted a baby pic of you. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're killing me right now, dude. <laughs> Not getting any chicks with that picture right now, dude. Yeah, those weren't I overalls. Had fucking baby fat, dude. Looking, Who? looking ch- little child thick. 
I kind of yeah. I was I was a thick kid. I was thick every with kid two was C's. a thick kid. Yeah, every but I was kid th- had the baby fat. Thick though, dude. I had a fat ass. And Your I was face a kid, had <laughs> stretched out. <laughs> like I had all the fat, fat I was ever gonna have in my life, and then I just grew taller. <laughs> like I came out of the womb, they were like, "This is all the fat he's gonna have," and then I just <laughs> grew up. Yeah. I remember, like, when I hit my growth spurt, like, uh, it was, like, in the summer of before senior year. <laughs> like, that's when I hit my growth spurt. Um, but I think I, like, saw Mr. Jockman's in the hallway, like, walking through first day of senior year. And he was like, whoa, have you been, like, did you lose some weight? Have you been working out or something? And I was like, I don't know. Nah, I just... I think I grew. <laughs> like, man, you used I ate to a be lot of, thick, bro. Yeah, I, used to, I ate a lot of salsa over the summer. I discovered salsa. <laughs> That's actually how we met, dude. You and I met as two thick middle schoolers yeah, in the dude. gym locker room, dude. Yeah, man. And then we just transcended into adulthood. Exactly. <laughs> the fucking Dumbarton Middle School gym locker room. Little did we know, I think one of our gym teachers... Uh, was a pedophile. <laughs> I've heard a couple. I've heard a couple pedo stories recently. But I think it was for girls. Obviously, so I don't know. I, I okay. There's okay. So um, I did hear a story over the weekend last weekend about one of our physics teachers, not Mr. Jockman's. Mr. Jockman's is awesome. Another physics teacher when we were there, and uh, a girl in our grade. And, like, apparently she went after school for, like, tutoring or something. And he had her, like, lay down on a table and, like, was, like, saying all kinds of weird shit. And apparently at one point he, like, texted her or something and was, like, I'm willing to leave my wife right now. Like, I'm so in love with you, blah, 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 blah. Oh that guy God. has since been fired. But, like, that definitely happened. Since. Since been fired. But uh, it is kind of weird to know that that stuff is going on, you know? At the same time, like... I've known uh, – there was a girl that I was kind of, like, talking to for a while, she, and she was, a, she was a teacher for seniors in high school when she was, like, 22. And that's kind of, like, fucked up. And she was, like, super, like, hot. And then she was teaching a 12th grade class. It's like, dude, you can't be doing that. Those are 18-year-old dudes in that class. That's, that's – you can't have that. Yeah, that's too, like, close of a yeah. age gap. I don't think you should be allowed to teach. I think you should have to be at least 20 years older than whoever you teach. Like if you're if you're an elementary school teacher, you can be 22. That's mm-hmm. fine. Assume well, I guess two year olds <laughs> yeah. aren't. That's you can, when we started elementary school, right? Let, too. Let, yeah, let's go with 15 years older. You should have to be 15 years older. You cannot be teaching 13 year olds as a 20 year old. That's ridiculous. Not saying that like you know anything's gonna happen. Dom, with what's this up, Dom? Classic <laughs> cigarette bum, dude. Espresso martini. Mm-hmm. I like the cappuccini. It. I'm uh, my French press. It was at the bottom of it, so there's all a bunch of fucking guck at the bottom of my coffee. Did you make Did you make a French press coffee today? Yeah, yeah. I made I know it right for, when I woke up. For a while, at, you're yeah like at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I texted you. I texted you at one, and you didn't respond. And I was like, I think he, I think I lost him. <laughs> I couldn't comprehend what was going on because I woke up at one and I was like that's gotta be the latest anyone in the world would wake up at one and then you were fucking Rick Van Winkle (laughs) sleeping till (laughs) the break of dusk (laughs) 
I like I don't I couldn't go to bed until like seven this morning. <laughs> it's tough, dude. It's it tough. tough. It was tough, man. I mean, the only thing keeping me mildly in my circadian rhythm is the uh, working work, like having a job. Kind of that's yeah, kind of exactly. helping, dude. But I'm off the rails right now. Yeah, you don't even know what time it is right now. And neither well, do our like, live stream watchers. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I know what time it is, but now I don't. <laughs> I do know what time it is, but I don't know. <laughs> Damn, dude. Let me see that shirt you got on. Back up real quick. Mm. <laughs> you got to say something. So you it switches mad? to you. Hey, hey, hey. You mad, bro? You mad, bro? <laughs> You mad? <laughs> this is a classic. Thing. I remember we were discussing that this. Is, that's like a 2011 shirt. This is this is a shirt. This is a shirt that is the birth of memes. And like it's weird but to see. But also that. it's funny because like I think when you got that shirt like we had already as like a group stopped thinking that like rage comics were funny or something. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what happened, but like, I think it was just like got too big of a meme and mm-hmm. like kids were using it and we're like, oh, yeah, it's stupid now. And then <laughs> I think, did, I think Michael got you that for Christmas. <laughs> well uh, here, the, but that's, that's, you gotta be ahead of the curve because what happens is, is, uh, things at first, nobody gives a shit. People start coming up with ideas and nobody cares, but then it starts catching on. Once it starts catching on and it's on the up and up, it's cool because you're like, oh, damn, this is cool. I just saw these like comics on Reddit. It's 2010, 2011. I'm watching. I'm looking at these rage comics. It's funny. Like the FU712 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Um, F7U12 was a thing. Uh, subreddit and all those like rage comics were being on with the forever alone guy and the serial guy and like all those different things and that was cool when we were like in early college and then it got too popular to the point where people are like all right this is too mainstream now this sucks like everybody's doing it that the other thing and then so if you were to buy this shirt at that time you would have been a freaking loser you would have been a loser which is when i got this but (laughs) but you didn't buy it but I didn't buy it. It was a gift. And I had it in my dresser for years. And then I waited out the curve, and the curve goes up. Cool, 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 cool. Mainstream, lame, 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 lame. Down a little bit, old, old, played out, whatever. And then all of a sudden, second wave. This is, this is where memes, memes travel the same path as coronavirus. So up, 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 peak, 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 down. Then second wave, retro nostalgia. Now this shirt is dope because people are like, oh, shit, I remember that. I haven't seen that in a minute. Memes are so different now. And then you're like, oh, my God, where have I seen that? That's the troll face. That's, like, the original, like, when people first started making, like, internet memes, this was that. And so now this shirt is retro throwback, and I get a lot of compliments on it. So much so that this isn't even the original shirt. I lost the original troll face shirt in Ocean City. Don't tell me this. And I bought myself this shirt. No. This year. This year. <laughs> no. And let me tell you something. I never buy. And I just told you. I wait till Christmas no. to get underwear. For me to buy a shirt is huge. And I was like, I need that shirt. <laughs> How much and, was it? I don't know, like 20 bucks. Okay, that's good. Four hundred. This is a fucking <laughs> yeah, supreme. This is a vintage. It's a vintage 2011. <laughs> found at Ocean City. <laughs> yeah. I bought my own shirt back from Coconuts in Ocean City. <laughs> I saw it on the wall. 
<laughs> hey, that's my fucking shirt, dude. Why are you selling this in the gift shop? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, is a, that is a progression. So um, it's cool because we've now lived a full decade and we've seen the progression of memes to now memes are totally different. Now memes, every meme is like nobody dot dot something dot dot nobody blah 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 and then me and then some fucking gif and that's like every meme now the problem yeah. is you can't get a gif on your shirt i can't get the gif of the blinky guy or the the uh my favorite one is the uh the black guy conceited his name is conceited he's like a rapper and he's like mm-hmm. sitting in the corner and he's like you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah that yeah. one where he's like i don't know about that dude but uh yeah so i think it plays out uh I don't really have like a fashion sense, but there's certain things that I really dig. Like I got, I had that uh, Dodgeball, the movie Dodgeball, the Average Joe's shirt. Ooh, yeah, I remember that. That's cool now. That's cool now. But uh, really all I've really done, because these are all shirts that I had when it was not cool. And then like I've gotten remakes. Like I bought another Average Joe's shirt. Like, Instead just of like getting new shirts, you just get new <laughs> versions of your old shirts. Exactly, because it turns out that all my shirts that weren't cool then are now cool. So I'm like, instead of getting a shirt that's not going to be cool now that I'm going to have to get a remake of in 2030, I'm going to get all my old 2008 shirts remade so that now they're cool. <laughs> now all you got to do is keep tabs of stuff you'd buy now mm-hmm. and then in 10 years buy those. Yes, and the great part about it, none of those shirts were things that I purchased. They were all given to me by people in my life that had good taste for that stuff. But were also lame. But now you know you like them, so mm-hmm. you can buy them again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't apply that to my underwear buying process. Because <laughs> uh, underwear is never cool. Yeah, same with socks. It but feels it's also so weird to cool. buy underwear and socks, but like, if you do, you'll feel so much better about it. Just like you're just living situation. Well, there's certain things like I've never been known to have cool socks. You know, my brother has a cool sock collection and uh, my sock game is weak. But I remember one time my my friends in the alley were making fun of me, like, Jim, look at Jimmy's socks. He wearing them knee highs, white socks. And I was like, who cares, dude? I'm wearing pants. And they were like, <laughs> oh, good point. And I was like, cool. I always wear pants. So my sock game doesn't matter. But, like, yeah. it's still nice to have good socks, you know? It's always good to have, like, black socks. It's always... It's nice to have, like, a couple accent pieces. Like, mm-hmm. I have yellow socks, the same color yellow as this. Mm-hmm. That I like to little, you know, do a little match-up sometimes. I got some fucking... Uh, Those are nice socks, dude. Those are nice socks. Orange and blacks. I'm I got some, like, like, some coral pink uh, socks. Because I have those uh, Yeezys with, like, the little kind of inlets of, like, coral pink on them. hmm I feel like I'm kind of like a girl when it comes to underwear products. Like, you know how girls... I've never been a girl before, but my, my, my whole, like, interpretation, my perception of what girls do is, like, they have, like, their, like, low-level tier, like, I'm just going to work underwear, but then they have, like, I'm going out on a date underwear. You know, mm-hmm. and so that underwear is like nice. And it's like lacy and purple or something, or pink yeah. or something. But then, like their regular day to day is like raggedy, Granny beige, pants. like whatever. You know, that's kind of how I am. Like I have like a bunch of stupid ass boxers from high school 
like family guy boxers. <laughs> I have like a pair of Grinch boxers that I wear in April. Like whatever. You yeah, know? whenever you find them. Yeah. And it's like, God forbid I were to be on a date with a family guy boxers right now, you know? But then I have like three good pairs of boxers. Three like Hanes, Fruit of the Loom, boxer briefs. Satin black, not satin black, leather boxers. Hell yeah. Leather boxers. Like zero breathability. <laughs> I just spend the entire day just readjusting to just, look good. Yeah, just trying to like squeeze out sweat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Squeegee it out from on top I of the I would have hooked underwear. up with this guy, but he spent the entire day adjusting his nuts. It's <laughs> like, well, that's because I was wearing these leather yeah. boxers. <laughs> he pulled out his dick and it looked like a finger that's been in the water too long. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hot. <laughs> my balls are somehow more wrinkly my balls are so somehow wrinkly completely smooth the wrinkles yeah, filled in <laughs> the wrinkles came to the smooth parts and now they're completely smooth but like bigger <laughs> gigantic smooth balls thanks <laughs> and a small wrinkly dick <laughs> Pruny, pruny dick. I have the opposite of what you should look like. <laughs> pruny dick, smooth balls, <laughs> with these leather boxers. Uh, <laughs> your dick looks like a little magnolia tree seed. <laughs> Just a little fucking all those ridges. <laughs> look at acorn. What the hell is going on here, bro? <laughs> Should have just stuck with the family guy just like box. a cornucopia. <laughs> <laughs> Too many just different seedlings. But that's everywhere. that's that that's part of the whole learning experience because your parents and your grandparents are only going to supply you with underwear and socks up to a certain point. They're not think like when at a twenty seven year old age, my mom isn't buying me underwear with the idea in mind that these are underwear that girls are going to see. Like, she's no. still buying. It's like, oh, my son. She'll get us, she'll get, like, a fucking button-up flannel or, yeah. like, yeah. something, t- like, practical. That, yeah, like, exactly. you know, you'll wear every once in a while, but also, like... My mom's not buying like, me anything sexy. Yeah. Unfortunately. Because <laughs> I could use it. Get you tear-away pants. <laughs> <laughs> edible socks what the hell mom edible g-string <laughs> like a candy necklace g-string <laughs> that's something I, i'll be interested in getting is edible anything really i don't even have any food in my gr- fridge just edible food <laughs> just edible food <laughs> would be nice to have during this quarantine edible toilet paper edible anything would be sweet but uh yeah so that's a phase i'm at Phase one, baby. (laughs) Phase one. (laughs) Phase one. Got to start thinking about our looks again, guys. We have a two-week buffering period because uh, they are going to open up Ocean City on time. I'm calling that right now. And I I hope uh, this is unlike our weather prediction from earlier, which will probably be right because we predicted all possible weather formats, including a lava hurricane. Dude, know what else we predicted? I'll let you finish your thought, but let me tag something in there. Tag it. Well, no, Tagging finish your out. thought, finish your thought, finish your thought. My thought is I want to hear what the fuck else we predicted. <laughs> okay, so this doesn't have to do with Ocean City, but it is what we predicted. I think a couple weeks ago when the 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 rumblings of Kim Jong-un 
dying from like a heart transplant or whatever the fuck happened. I think I said it's either real or they're trying to figure out who the snitch is. So they're giving certain people that information and seeing if it gets out. Um, and motherfucker, that's what they were doing. That is They were doing some fucking like Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> like <laughs> So they put out some information and then tried to track who leaked the information. I'm pretty sure that's what happened because it's come out that he isn't dead now. He's not dead? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. I guess, yeah, maybe it was a made-up thing. I think they're trying to catch a snitch, dude. So we found the corona snitch is what you're telling me? I don't think we... No, we didn't find the corona snitch. This is all completely... Separate. Separate, yeah. This was... People thought Kim Jong-un had, like, a, a bad surgery... And he was like a vegetable and about to die. And people kept saying, oh, Kim Jong-un died. Kim Jong-un died. Um, and then like, I don't know. There's, we, you know, you remember this, right? Everyone I remember this. this. I'm with you, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it I'm was such saying. a minor story compared to everything that's going on. It was, this would be a huge story any other time. It turns out he's alive. That's you know. So Kim Jong-un is alive and well. I'm just saying we predicted it. They probably brought him back to life when they realized their next best option was going to be a, a woman president. And they were like, we cannot have that in North Korea. We're reviving Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> we are bringing him back to fucking life. But, uh, damn, I didn't even think about that. You thought about that. That's a prediction you made. I'm going to give you full credit for that, dude. Because when you said it at the time, I was like, I don't know, Eric. It's a little deep. It's a little <laughs> plandemic-y. <laughs> plandemic. Did you watch it, by the way? No. I uh, I don't know. I've been keeping off conspiracies for a little bit just to get back to a normal brain state. Yeah, I had I, watched it. And I, I thought I was too far was off it. the deep end, but apparently I was like in the fucking zone. <laughs> apparently, like I was watching from a bird's eye view. Dude, that's <laughs> if what I, I'm if I caught this North too. Korea shit, I don't know. I feel like like I watched that accidentally like i didn't know that's what it was like somebody sent me that video they were like watch this whatever talk about it i was like okay cool so i watched it and like only after i watched it was somebody like the pandemic video and i was like oh is that what i just watched and listened to for 30 straight minutes and was like (laughs) not bad not bad some of that shit was interesting it was cool um some obviously you know some of the shit was definitely conspiratorial but there you know and that's the thing about conspiracy videos and why i think i don't like the whole concept of dismissing of any video because of like because a lot of those conspiracy videos what happens is they lay out a bunch of real things like a bunch of true things and then they try to create their own narrative based off those real facts so that's when they usually tend to lose me is like you lay out a bunch of true things and then some there's every time i watch a conspiracy video it's always like the first five minutes i'm like yo yo and then like five or six minutes in they're like and that's why they do this and i'm like wait a second yeah and then they're just like and god is the savior yeah and it's like god all of these demons will go back to hell once we find our lord and it's like god fuck shit (laughs) but like some yeah exactly because it's like damn this was dope up to this point but there were a couple things in that that were like the, a couple of the facts, the, a couple of the true things they put out where I was like, damn, that's, that's interesting. Cause I had heard, like, for instance, like I had heard that, um, under the new bill that hospitals are getting 
like I, I think I've heard eight thousand, ten thousand, thirty, but they get a certain amount of money for every death they list as a corona death. So like, and then also you get three times as much if the person dies of corona on a ventilator. So like, when I heard that there, it was like the fifth time I'd heard it, and I was like, okay, well, I keep on hearing this thing. So I looked it up, and like, that's a real thing. Like, hospitals are getting paid. Like, it's it not not like that. But it's like it's a it's a built-in incentive system to classify deaths as corona deaths because they get money. It's like a real thing, you know. Hmm. All the other shit they built up on top of that, but it's like that was that law was put into place because it's like um, they were the government was trying to do good. You know, the government's like, okay, like if your hospital is suffering from a lot of corona deaths, we're gonna give you money to help you get yourself out of it. You know, so that's like a sensible thing. But then the adverse effect of that, just like every other thing. In life, it's like when, uh, it's like when uh, the government in 2008 with Maryland and trying to like extend benefits, like healthcare benefits and shit like that to, to businesses. So like, if you're a full time employee, you're entitled to this, that, the other thing. All businesses did was say, okay, well, we're just going to hire twice as many employees and cut them down to 20 hours a week. Yeah. So that way we can we can have just as much labor. But if you're going to make the law so that if anybody works over 35 hours a week, then we have to give them health insurance and all this stuff. Then we're just not going to have anybody work. And I remember that being a thing because when I was at Cheesecake Factory, when I was at Abercrombie and all those different places, when that law came out, you couldn't be a full-time employee because businesses would not hire you in the state of Maryland to, to work over those amount of hours because they didn't want to provide the benefits. So it always starts out as the government doing this thing for good and then businesses finding a way to be like, okay, well, we're just going to do this around it. So the whole concept of like the giving money for corona deaths is like that makes sense in theory on paper. Like, yeah, if your hospital is suffering from – for every corona death, we're going to give you this amount of funding. But then the adverse effect of that is hospitals are now incentivized to classify things as corona deaths. That makes perfect sense to me. And so, yeah. like, to me, it's like that's one of those things that I was like, okay, that's definitely a real thing. And that also explains why, you know, you know, like the idea of like, you know, in, in regular times, in regular times, let's just forget the corona thing ever happened. If you're a guy in the hospital and you are in the hospital because you have like emphysema and tuberculosis and some other, I don't, I'm just naming random diseases right now, you know, heart disease, whatever, and then you catch the flu and die with all those other conditions, like you had tuberculosis, you had emphysema, and then while you're in the hospital, you catch the flu and die, that would not be classified as a flu death. But yeah. what you're seeing now is these people with all these pre-existing conditions like emphysema and all these different things, if they die with coronavirus, that is classified as a corona death. And you, know, you start to look at the thing, and you're like, okay, well, that makes sense because these hospitals are getting money if they take that and classify as a corona death. So... That is the one thing I took away from that that uh, video. A lot of the other stuff was kind of crazy, though. It would you would be entertained if you watched it, though. You know, there's a lot of I just I just don't like the idea of people dismissing of everything and just saying this is bullshit because it's like, all right, why don't you just watch it? There's gonna be parts of it that make sense, and there's gonna be parts of it that don't make sense. Just like when you watch regular shit, like I watch the regular news, and there's things that I'm like, okay, and there's other things where I'm like, that's bullshit. That's everything in life, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I might check it out. I don't know. It's cool. But it, it kind of reminds me, I feel like I've seen different things too where like, I don't know, if some people are like skeptical about like, they would never change a death at a hospital or blah, blah, blah. Like there's been a lot of proven things where people like to keep like murder stats down in cities, 
like someone gets shot and goes to the hospital and dies of like having a heart attack after getting shot, mm-hmm. it won't be counted towards the murder statistic. It's because oh no, they had a heart attack and died. Yeah, absolutely. We'll just totally throw out the shooting or yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. That to me that goes be, along. With it I'm could saying, yeah. be plausible, but I don't know. I'll check it out. Well, I'll do some the, more research. The 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 plausibility factor is that it is true that they that you do get funding for each death. What then the debate comes down to would hospitals really do that? But you know, like you're saying, like it, you know, if they're trying, if there's a motivation to keep murder stats down, and somebody dies of a heart attack after being shot, and they might manipulate that statistic. Yeah, that happens all the time. So, like, why wouldn't you assume that that happens in this situation too? But uh, yeah, there's a, that's one of the things that happened this week that I, I watched it and then I found out. I was like, and then I saw, and then like, you know, as you think about it more, and also it's hard to be conspiratorial about everything because we are starting to kind of like reopen again. So it's kind of like easing up the pressure a little bit, you know, where I'm like, okay, but if this is like a real big, big, big conspiracy, wouldn't, um, like, wouldn't we not be reopening right now? You know? I don't know, dude. We might be in the eye of the storm. That's true. I that's might, true. Uh, I might not even go out right away if I'm being honest. And I think that's a lot of people. And uh, that's, I was, I was, this is one of the conversations, a great Mother's Day conversation to be having. I had this with my mom last night, but that's good because that's kind of, you know, that, you should be talking about this stuff. It's good, real conversation. And um, I was, I used the example of like, you know, if you start working out, for instance, and let's say you're 20 pounds overweight and you just wake up one week and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to, exercise every day and I'm going to change my lifestyle and try to lose this weight. Your day one of going to the gym and you fucking run four miles and, and hit the, hit the bench press and hit the squat rack and then, you know, eat all vegetables and cut down your intake. You don't just go to bed that night, 20 pounds lighter. Like it takes time for the effects of what you're doing. So like, you don't even notice that. And that's, and that's why a lot of people don't stick to their diets is because it's discouraging in your first couple weeks of, of, changing your lifestyle to, to be doing all that stuff and still be fat. It's discouraging. Cause like you're working out like somebody who's fit, but you're fat. And so it's like, damn, you start to lose faith in it. But the moral of that is that right now we're in kind of a situation where like all this stuff happened and all these businesses were shut down and all these people are unemployed. And we're sitting here right now with 14.7% unemployment, 30 million people unemployed biggest since the great depression. And we're like, okay, well, you know, I still kind of feel fine, but we haven't even seen what's going to occur as a result of what just happened. We're like a dude who who's in week one of working out. We're not yeah. skinny yet, bro. We're not We're also seeing... waiting for like the aftershock to happen. Well, that's why I think the eye of the storm thing that you said is a great, uh, great kind of uh, analogy for it because we are, we like, we went through one side of it and now we're on the out and out. But, but like when we start reopening and businesses start to have to come back in, how many people are going to get actually get their jobs back? You know, how many businesses are immediately when they reopen going to get that phone call that says, hey, just let you know you can start again on Monday. I don't know. There's a lot of people right now that are assuming that once this thing is over, they're going to have their jobs back and there's going to be a lot of disappointed people. And once that happens, it's a whole different ballgame. And we're going to see the after effects of that for sure. Now, me, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, I, I definitely am banking on at least a couple of my gigs canceling indefinitely but um now that i got this cushy season's pizza job (laughs) you know nothing can phase me but like you know 
And I hope, and I hope Joey goes right back to normal. That'd be cool. You know, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But uh, you're right. We are in the eye of the storm with this shit, dude. We're reopening, but we don't even know what's going to happen, dude. We don't. Yeah, it's a waiting game. There's a waiting and waiting and waiting. Speaking of losing weight, uh, big news of the week. Adele is skinny now. Yeah, that was a shocker, right? I, I'm not going to lie, dude. When I, I saw, saw the, that picture, I was like, woo, yes. I saw the picture, and I was like, wait, how do I know this person? She kind of looks like Adele, but is that her <laughs> but, sister? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And she got, like, a bunch of, like, hate about it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. crazy. It, it's, it's crazy, but at the same time, it's like, what else would you expect in this day and age? Yeah, but also it's like, I feel like that was such a, a quick, drastic change. Like... Well, I mean, it, I'm assuming she got like surgery or something, or I don't know. I don't know, but like, I mean, how drastic was like how how much do you follow Adele? You know, like I I'd mean, probably... that's true, but it literally looked like she had like proportions of an unrealistic anime person. I mean, I'm sure it was a, a fantastic picture that was edited and stuff like that. Like, I'm sure if you like saw her in a bikini, you'd be like, okay, I can tell this used to be somebody who was overweight. But like, regardless, she probably lost an easy thirty pounds. I mean, it is weird to judge because like. For me, like, I lost 25 pounds, and it was like, you know, I'm 6'2", I'm a grown man, you lose 25 pounds, it's like, oh, you just look a little thinner. It's not, like, crazy. But, like, for a girl, you can lose, like, 15 pounds and, like, look completely different. It's crazy. You know, if you're only, like, 5'4", 15 pounds is a lot, you know? So, like, she could have just gone on a hardcore diet for, like, two or three months and, and just lost a significant amount of weight and look way better. You know, she wasn't, like, morbidly obese. She was just, like, no, yeah. overweight, you know? So she, now she's just, like, slim and fit. And, uh people certain Dude, people it's crazy it's just, also crazy that people are like but can she still sing was her voice <laughs> in all of her fat yeah her voice was <laughs> in all those fucking calories dude, dude honestly she'll probably sing better she probably has like better lung control now and like <laughs> it all comes down to there's two types of people in the world dude there's people that that understand that like you know, this is where I want to be, and here's how I get there. And there's people who are just sitting there like, you know what? This is where I want to be, but society doesn't like that, so I'm going to try to change society to instead value what I have. And it's like, dude, how are you going to hate on a person for making a health-conscious decision to lose weight? I'm not even like – a lot of times people get into like the whole health thing, and it's like, all right, dude, like – I understand, like, obesity is a big problem, but, like, if you're, like, a couple pounds overweight, it's not, like, a tremendous disaster to your health to just be a little chunky, you know? I understand, like, being obese, you know? And maybe Adele was walking that line. I don't know. But, like, for me, it's mainly just, like, it's like a... If you just want to take it back to the beauty center, I was like, yeah, objectively, you know, she looks better. She just looks better. And she made that decision, and she did the thing she had to do to get there. And a lot of people who aren't willing to do that are pissed off about it. Because now, you know, if you say Adele looks better, you're kind of implying that she didn't look that good when she was fat. And a lot of people who are fat are like, well, fuck that. You're saying I don't look good. And it's like, well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. Like, you know, like, you know, maybe. I'm not saying I, I, I feel any type of way about it. But it's like, yeah, she looks objectively better. She's healthier. She's happier. Like, you know, what the fuck? Why you got hate on that? Other uh, other news this week is uh, Takashi Six Nine. He got out on house arrest 
because of COVID-18 a couple weeks ago. COVID-18. COVID-18, dude. It's been a couple weeks. 19 now. He snitched on COVID-19. <laughs> but so he got he got back a couple weeks ago, and he's been on house arrest. And uh, But he put out a song on Friday at 3 p.m. He was a North at, Korea snitch, at, dude. At 3.30, he went on Instagram Live. And uh, I think within the first, like, 20 minutes of the song being online, it had, like, 45 million... Uh, views and then his instagram live had two million people in it at one point i don't find that surprising but that is crazy it's fucking it was wild how did he get out like what was the whole thing like he he basically like had to snitch yeah i think he snitched i i ended up watching the instagram live just because i was like curious and also because he's like honestly a very entertaining person (laughs) like yeah when he got arrested i was like damn I would, I went to his Instagram like probably at least once a week just to be like, all right, what kind of shit is this guy saying? Yeah, right yeah, now? yeah. Um, but I watched his his live, and he basically was just like, yeah, like I mean, honestly, I I had fucking snitched. I had to snitch. The fucking dudes that I was supposed to be loyal to were not being loyal to me. They're fucking my baby mama. They like threatened to kill me. They stole millions from me. They like harassed my mom while I was in jail. Yada yada yada. Like all mm-hmm. this crazy shit. Like uh kidnapped me, beat my ass up, fucking everything. And that like, so. does that does change the story because I did see that I think Tink shared something and I on Facebook and I, I saw it and it was like, you know, this guy the people he snitched on, like, I saw that. Like, they, they fucked his girl, they were fucking kidnapped and they beat his ass, they did all this shit, they stole money from him and stuff like that. And it's like at what point is it no longer snitching? Because, like, the G code, you know? Yeah, it's supposed to be, about, like, loyalty. So yeah, it's like, like, you're not being loyal to me, so why the hell would I be loyal to you? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a sticky situation, and a lot of people don't want to think about it like that because it's a, you know, it kind of takes away from, like, oh, no, he's a snitch. Fuck that bitch. Like, he snitched. That's against the code. Mm-hmm. It's like, well... They broke the code first. It's like I had a neighbor yeah, actually, weird. one of my good friends. My brother still hangs out with him to this day. He now that the the neighbor in question, his son, my my neighbor's son is a person that we still hang out with to this day. You've met him and everything like that. But uh, he was my neighbor. He trained me in boxing and everything like that. His dad um, was in jail for like ten years for something he didn't do because his cousin framed him. His cousin yeah. like stole a car and committed a robbery with the stolen car. And I think he stole, I think his cousin stole his car and committed a robbery in that car. And then because it was his car, he was the suspect. And then he didn't snitch out on his cousin and went mm-hmm. to jail for it. And it's like, you hear about that and you're like, holy shit. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, where, do, where does the line get drawn of snitching? Because like, it's like, the, you stole my car and committed a robbery and now I'm going to go to jail because you did something and framed me for it. And I'm not supposed to snitch on you? It's weird. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's more difficult than just saying And that's you know, also that's also a weird one too because like uh, that's such a weird thing. How would they be able to like just through the evidence of him his car being there? It's it's kind of crazy that they were able to lock him up for 10 years for that. Well, like, I mean unless him and the cousin looked like identical or like fucking something weird I like I mean this that. happened in like, like the 80s, you know, like I don't know all the surrounding circumstances. I'm sure technology wasn't up to date. Maybe the trial was fucked up. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. 
Um, yeah. But I just know from my vague interpretation of the story is that he went to jail for an extended period of time, like a significant period of time, because of something his cousin did and framed him for it. And he did not snitch on his cousin. And that's one of those situations where it's like, I always find myself... It's kind of like that same conversation we had like a couple weeks ago about like bar fights where like if you're in a fight and like you get KO'd and like I always interpret those from like how I would feel in that situation. But then it's the same thing where it's like, well, you know, I wouldn't be in that situation in the first place because I don't conduct myself in a manner that would ever put me in that situation. So it's almost kind of a flawed line of thinking to then just drop yourself in like it's a dream and all of a sudden you're just in this ridiculous situation where you get knocked out in a bar fight and it's like, but what led up to that? You know, yeah, exactly. Would, am I the type like of person? You can't even wrap your head around it. Exactly. Because, so like, it's like the equation doesn't make sense in your head. So you watch these movies like Goodfellas and all these mafia movies, and you see something like with Takashi 69 where like he's in a situation where now he's supposed to not snitch, and you're like, well, you know, if I was loyal to my. But it's like, dude, the whole reason you're in this situation in the first place is because you were doing shady, dumb shit in the first place. Yeah, no. Stuff that you and I and most it's people wouldn't fucking, be doing. It's all dumb. Like, he shouldn't have been, he shouldn't have gone to a gang to be like, hey, I can kind of make music, but I need people to listen to me, so how about we team up? (laughs) Well, and so that's what happens. That's what happens. You deal with, you deal with shitty people, and then all of a sudden you're expected to, like, they treat you like complete shit, and then you're expected, he's supposed to go to jail for the rest of his fucking life because he's not going to snitch, not on a person who was loyal to him. But he's not going to snitch on a guy who, while he's in jail, is fucking his baby mama, doing all this shit. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I don't really know the whole situation that well. But based off my vague interpretation of it, I don't give a shit. Because it sounds like everybody involved in this situation is just a shitty person. You know? You know? Yeah, it sounds like everybody grimy. involved is on the lowest tier of society. So, Because, yeah. I mean, what they ended up getting arrested for was, like, fucking distributing, like, fentanyl and fucking mm-hmm. a bunch of other shit. Like putting yeah, a dude. hit out on someone, fucking crazy crap. I think I'm crazy by default, crap. by default, Team Takashi on this one. I'm happy to see him out. I'm I'm just happy that like there's another lane of like entertainment for me to watch in the quarantine now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, it was getting a little boring. Yeah, we were in a post Takashi six nine world, dude. One looking good. Yeah, I feel like uh, you know, quarantine's been decent for rap beefs so mm-hmm. far mm-hmm. just because like there's so much time to talk shit on the internet yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't really do anything about it <laughs> did you watch the um did you watch the uh elon musk joe rogan experience i did i watched i i like had it on in the background so i didn't really pick up on a lot of it yeah it's yeah just, like background way. noise it's also hard to watch because as as much elon of a genius musk, like sucks he like takes so long to speak sometimes. Well, that's that. Yeah, it, I, it's like I, I, at first I was like, "Is this guy autistic?" And then I was like, "Is maybe it's just one of those things where like it is kind of a trade off in life, you know?" Because a lot of those like he just super has to geniuses, watch his words. He just well, can't say whatever he wants to say. He has to be. Like, I have a fucking company. Mm-hmm. I just had a kid. I can't piss off fucking Grimes. I got a. <laughs> like, <laughs> the last time I was on this shit, the stock went down like six points. <laughs> I'm not even necessarily like I would. I'll be willing to say that a certain percentage of his like uh, weird speech pattern is probably due to him watching his words. Probably a certain percentage, but at the same time, if you follow him on Twitter, like when he said "Free America Now," like he'll say some crazy shit, like shit that's obviously not things that I don't consider crazy. Like I retweeted that. I was like, hell yeah, and then like. 
but like he said it and like that's obviously if you're somebody who's like very cautious on the type of things you're going to say you wouldn't tweet that out you know knowing all the hate you're going to get off it and then like he tweeted other shit like like just like trolling people at the after that like after everybody was hating on him he was like uh looks like tesla stocks are going down i'm about to deinvest like just like crazy funny shit you know so it's like I almost feel like it's, like, when you get to that level of, like, intelligence, like, obviously he's a super, super fucking smart dude, like, unreal in that sphere of, like, analytical, engineering, development, technological shit that, like, it is kind of a trade-off, dude. He's not, like, a very socially apt person. And I was watching this video on, um, if you notice, like, speech patterns and things like that, like, we talk in a cadence, Mm-hmm. And it has to do with like a rhythm and an understanding of like the beat of a conversation. It's kind of like music when you're talking. You know, you don't even notice it, but subconsciously we're putting minor inflections in our voices and like emphasizing certain certain things. And like we don't just talk in a monotone type of this that like we speak in a certain way and a certain cadence. And uh, a lot of people who aren't who don't have like an internal sense of rhythm or something like that, they have this kind of like offbeat cadence where like they don't understand the pace of a conversation. And so like Joe Rogan will say something and Elon Musk will just be sitting there just like pausing way too long to the point where it's like difficult to listen to. And it's like Yeah, I, I think, thought it like got paused a couple times. Yeah. I was like, is it like buffering or what? Yeah, happened? it's like what the but that's just the way he is. And that's like you notice a lot of the a lot of those guys like if you like watch like documentaries on like the old school like like the actual Nikola Tesla like the guy that he named all the cars after the guy who invented alternating current electricity he was like Thomas Edison's rival um he was the same way a lot of those like super genius guys they're not very good socially they're so in their own heads that they just don't understand like and I'm and 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 Elon Musk honestly it's remarkable that he's even able to be as, like, cool as he is, you know? To be, like, a pretty socially aware, pretty, like, cool dude, smokes weed on Joe Rogan's podcast, but, like, you can still tell there's that element of, like, fucking just nerd. Just, you are a nerd. Like, you do not know how to talk to people, unfortunately. But I think he's a dope guy. I was super pumped when that came out. I was super pumped when he was talking about the shit he was talking about, particularly as it came to coronavirus, and just that he has the balls to do that. He has the balls to do that... Even even though, like, he has the ball, regardless of if you agree with him or disagree with him, he was saying some shit that would obviously affect his stocks and would obviously piss off a lot of investors and things like that, but he didn't care because he was speaking his mind. I thought that was fucking dope. Um, people fucking making fun of him because he named his kids something weird. I still don't even know how to pronounce the name. Yeah. I think he X-A. said it on that podcast, but I forgot. He, like, spelled it on the podcast. I've yet to hear him say just say his kid's name like is it really pronounced x a i don't even know how to pronounce the a e thing like how do you pronounce that i don't know i forget to be honest a i e a 12 i'd be cool if it was zia zia 12 that's not a bad name at all yeah i don't know zia i might name my kid zia zaya that's a cool name zaya zaya's cool zaya 12 zaya I mean, if you think about it, that's kind of a cool name. It's a weird spelling, but it's a cool name. Zaya is... Zaya. Using the one, two as letters, like a one in it, or I and Oh, Z, you're thinking... Maybe. That'd be a 15. I, one, five would be is. Well, but two is kind of like a Z. True, true. Okay, okay. Zaya, Zaya is t- Musk. <laughs> 
Zayes. Zayais. Will Latina flair in there? Zayais Musk. Zayais. Zayais Musk. Zayi Musk. Zaya. Dude, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I kind of like that name. I'm naming my kid that. <laughs> Zayais Seleski. Zayis Seleski. Yeah, Sounds dude. Greek, dude. Elon Musk's getting a lot of hate this week, dude. And I hate to see it because I like the guy. I like hate the guy. to see the hate. I hate to see the hate, dude. All those bullshit fucking California representatives. Fuck Elon Musk. Fuck you, dude. You're a fucking loser. All you guys out there. You don't do anything that this guy's doing. This guy is doing crazy cool shit. And he's probably a lot smaller than you, too. <laughs> he's probably a lot smaller than you. And it's easy. It's easy to be the person who just goes online and says just things that just fall into the fold. I just have no respect for the people who say, like, it's like fake, fake edgy, you know? Yeah. Like when you say things, but it's like falls directly in line with like things that you know are going to get you a good response. It's like, it's kind of like saying, it's kind of like the people who just say like, fuck Trump. And that's like your whole thing. It's like, great, dude. Real fucking pushing, you know, against the grain there, dude. Pushing the envelope. Real pushing the envelope there. But uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was another thing I noticed this week. Zayais. Zayis Musk. Oh, That's a pretty um, good name. Uh, did you hear about the uh, Ravens guy? Yeah, who got uh, <laughs> caught having like an orgy with his brother or something. With shit. his brother, dude. That's weird. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, but that's what you and Dom do too. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, dude. I honestly wish. But Gon's, Dom's the one that puts the gun to your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will do this. You will have this orgy with me. <laughs> that was funny because I was, I was driving down the road listening to talk radio and uh, – I hadn't heard about it at all before, and I was just, like, driving, and I'm listening to 1090 WBAL, my favorite station, and the guy goes, and Ravens linebacker Earl Thomas caught in bed with one woman or two up next. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I came to find out the story, and he was, like, apparent, so he's, like, married, you know, and then he goes out to Texas. And it's just, like, banging a bunch of chicks in his room. I don't know if it's an orgy necessarily. I think it was just him and his brother just having some hoes over. And his wife, his wife, like, caught, like, a video of it or, like, saw somebody's social media story or something and went down to Texas and went into his hotel room while he was in there with a gun. Did she just buy a gun when she got to Texas? Like, what happened? I mean, if you're going to buy a gun, Texas is probably the place. You got gun vending machines or something yeah. down there. <laughs> yeah, it was like a dollar twenty-five. She just put she some got quarters stuck in and she had to like shake it out. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> fell and went off. <laughs> but yeah, dude, she fucking barged into his room, put a gun to his head, and there was a part of me that was like, "You go, girl. You go, girl." And like people were trying to call her crazy, and I was like, "You know what? The That's only fucking thing." Modern day Sherlock Holmes, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, she fucking she scoped his ass out from across the country and pulled that, and like somehow you know, got there in time to still catch him in bed. Yeah, like dude, this guy gun. has some tremendous stamina. <laughs> this guy's been fucking since I was in Maryland. <laughs> but like you know, like obviously not the most advised move on her part. But at the same time, I will you respect go, her. Girl. I will respect her immensely more. If she leaves him, but here's what I know for a fact: she's not going to leave him because Earl Thomas is an NFL football player and he's making a ton of money, 
And I think when you're in Earl Thomas's position, if you're in that position where you're a guy and you can get any chick you want and you know that your wife's life is made, it's kind of the same reason why Kobe's wife didn't leave him either after that whole shit came out. It's like, you know you have a certain amount of leeway. It's like, what are you going to do? Leave me? Leave our million-dollar mansion and go date some fucking bum? I would respect her if she did that because that's obviously a leavable offense. You walked in on your husband fucking a bunch of chicks naked like with his brother in a hotel room in any normal relationship, that relationship's over. I'm not pulling that and my wife's staying with me. I can tell you that right off the fucking bat. If my wife ever catches me doing that, that's the end of my relationship. But when you're rich NFL football player, all of a sudden you'll find a lot of these women just stay with him anyway. They put up with it. Yeah. And just look at Ray Rice, dude. Exactly. Exactly. There's old saying, not an old saying. I think J. Cole said it like last year, but it's relatively old compared to how fast times move. And it was uh, a man is only going to do what you allow him to do. It's true. Cole so World. Cole World. It might not <laughs> even been J. Cole. It's probably like Big Sean or one of the one of the rappers that I base my entire life philosophy off of <laughs> said these things. But it's true. It's true. So Earl Thomas is going to be doing all kinds of fuck shit, and his wife's going to stay with him. I'm sorry, Mrs. Thomas. And if you prove me wrong, then I will retract everything I said. But you're going to stay with him. Yeah, sorry, Miss Thomas. I'm for real. I'm for real. Sorry. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Is it too late now to say sorry? (laughs) Your husband fucked girls with his brother. <laughs> that is the weirdest part of it, though, dude. It's like, damn, dude. If you dude, just it walk- must be close. <laughs> damn, brotherly love, baby. That's fucking weird, bro. But I've known a lot of guys to do that, so I can't really hate too much. Yeah, I don't know anyone who's done that. <laughs> Unless they're just ashamed to tell me. I'm sure you know at least one person who does it who's just never told you. Probably. Me, bro. Mason Dixon line, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Sad but true. Sad but true. I'm going to take a piss real quick. We are Word. Just realized that was the most poorly timed piss of all time because we probably wrap up in a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's like, let me just add more editing work so I can take a piss right now. <laughs> My brother just reminded me that uh, Jerry Stiller died. Did you hear see that? Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. I just saw that. That's sad. I, uh, it's, I'm such a dumbass, though, because when, uh, when I saw it, it was like Jerry Stiller from Seinfeld died. And I was like, what? Jerry Stiller? Because I least- just didn't know that's what Jerry Stiller looked like. <laughs> At least like, Jerry oh, Stiller from Queen of Queens didn't die. That <laughs> yeah. would have been heartbreaking. Well, I just didn't know that. George's dad on Seinfeld was Ben Stiller's dad. Well, I didn't even realize. I never that watched that would credits be... for shows like that. Yeah, I didn't even think that that would be uh, the primary way people remembered him. I feel like his most prominent character was definitely uh, Kevin James's dad, or no, um, the wife's dad, who lived in the basement on King of Queens. Like that was a legendary role he played there. Yeah, yeah. He was like a main part of that show. I feel like he was for like sure. a semi-recurring character on Seinfeld, but he was like a primary character on King of Queens. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, that sucks. We were talking about Dodgeball earlier. A big Ben Stiller movie. I was always a big Ben Stiller fan. Ben Stiller is uh, great, dude. You know, Tropic he's got to be torn up about that, dude. His wife and he were actually a comedy duo. 
back in the or not Ben Stiller, Jerry Stiller and his wife were actually mm-hmm. a comedy duo back in like the '60s, '70s, some type of era like that. Um, so yeah, it sucks. That's why Ben Stiller is doing what he's doing now. Great director, Damn. great actor, and so yeah, rest in peace, Jerry R-P-J-S. Stiller. I think we've lost a couple. You know, we didn't really ever talk about Vic Henley passing, but he, we lost Vic Henley. It's a previous guest on the podcast uh, a week ago, not a week ago, a month ago or something like that. Uh, so what I think it was like a pulmonary embolism or something like that, and that sucked. And then I saw Ace Matthews post um, something on Facebook this week, this past week. I think her brother died. And I don't Damn. know if it was like her biological brother or her like just somebody she calls her brother because they're so close. Um, but he was, in, he was on our podcast. Damn. If you remember the first time Ace was on the podcast, like yeah. very early, I think it was like episode 22 or something, very early into it, um, she was on with that guy. I think we called him Groovy Mo. Yeah. Damn, Groovy yeah, Mo. I think he Rest died. in peace, yeah. man. He was a great guy. I liked him a lot. I liked him so much. He had a good I was ass really, vibe. Yeah, I was really sad to see that. I feel like he hopped into the podcast quicker than Ace did. Yeah, he was about it, you know? He was about it, like, real quick, and... um yeah, I was I was actually I didn't know it's one of those things I never know what to say when these things happen because it's like it is weird because it's such a catch 22 when whenever you when somebody close to you is going through that because it's like I know everyone is reaching out to you. I know everyone is talking about and I've never really lost someone that close to me to know what I would want in that situation. Like, would I want my phone to be blowing up and everybody trying to talk about it, or would I want to just be, like, left alone for a certain amount of time? Yeah. So if I've always kind of played it safe and been like, you know what, I'm just going to wait till we see each other, and if it comes up, it comes up, and I'm more than happy to talk about it because I want to talk about it. I want to to see how you're feeling, but, like, I don't want to impose myself onto you during your time of, you know, whatever... So I usually just try to lay back, but I but then you run the risk of people being like, you know, I know Ace wouldn't say this, but just I'm talking about in general, like, you know, I went through that and I didn't even hear from you. You know, you didn't say anything when my father died or something. It's like, well, I thought about you. I, I felt for you, but I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. So yeah. I always do wonder, you know, I always do wonder. I think a like, safe thing, a safe text is just like thinking of you. Leave it at yeah. that. Yeah, don't press the conversation. Kind of like a thing like, you look, if you want to talk about it, I'm always here. Something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you come to me. If you, yeah. if you need Jimmy Seleski's advice on this subject, which you probably don't, <laughs> yeah, probably. you know where to find me. Don't advise it, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that, yeah, that's, that's the developments of the week. And we are, as we discussed earlier, we're, we're running to an end of this. We're yeah, slowly we're, reopening back up, which means we're going to have a lot more to talk about. We're going to start doing in-person podcasts again, which I'm God. very much looking forward to. Thank we're going to start having guests again, a third person to bat off of. Looking forward to it. That's going to be so, beautiful. so happy to see this coming to a close, and I can only hope they're not cock-teasing us. I can only hope I'm not sitting here a month from now in week fucking 15 yeah, going, damn, remember we like, thought... Damn, I can't wait for phase one to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're back in phase zero? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but this this podcast is also coming to an end right now. Not That's forever, true. but for the week. For the week. For the week. We're going to put out some clips for you. Remember, yeah. subscribe on YouTube, guys. We put out clips a lot. I, I don't want to say every day, but we put them out a lot. And we got some... Follow us on Instagram, LFTS Podcast on everything. I put up a couple clips this week people seem to like. 
uh, little little snippets of our finest moments in conversation. Yeah. And uh, every Monday, live on Facebook, we go on at uh, around eight eight o'clock every mm-hmm. Monday. So if you're listening live right now, thanks for hanging around, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.